we're not going that far <laughs> because the, because the Fantastic Four were not giving in this. I will say it's not that. Their event. It's Doom's event. <laughs> Clearly, because they was getting squashed. Every scene of them was like them getting beat up. They were getting beat up, and they were talking about how they were too tired. Like, what's going? Go back to the lab. Too much here. What are y'all here for? Let's not do too much here. What are you here for? To solve the problems. Who else is gonna do it? When Doom is on a rampage, who y'all call? You know, let me just. Okay. Is that guy? All right, welcome everybody to another episode of another relaunch. Um, you know what? This week, I want to be um, Cosmic Boy, the magnetic hero from the Legion of Superheroes. Giving up for my key. Oh, I'll be a Legion person too. <clears throat> um, wow, this is just making me. Really I always wondered which which one of those. <laughs> I always wondered which of those you like gravitated towards. I don't know. Um, Saturn girl. No. I do like Saturn Girl. She's the telepath, right? The little blonde mm-hmm. telepath. I like her. Um, I liked Triplet. So I used to watch that uh, Legion of Superheroes cartoon. Classic show. That. Yeah, like I used I to watch that. Watched I, thought, that. I thought that was pretty good. I like Triplet Girl on that. When they like kill one of them and she had to become Duo Damsel, that was hot. That's actually like they took every story from like the comics with them. That's like their first thing. Oh, they really? fought. She died and her her duplicate died and she became Duo Damsel. Oh, poor. It was like a sad moment. They they still like killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the trial by fire stories are the ones that hit. When you think about an Avengers arena, when you think about new X-Men and the bus explosion, the champions need to go through theirs. It's coming probably. <laughs> it's not, it's not too long before they do it. People get really mad at those kind of stories nowadays. Yeah. But they're good. Everybody I'm wanna, sorry. Everybody always wants their characters to hug and like be together and all that stuff, but like <laughs> you know, do something. So yeah, I'll be, I'll be do, I'll be duo damsel because that resonates okay. with me. Okay, all right, I like that. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, I'm all right. I, I feel like I'm 15. I was diagnosed with strep throat earlier this week. Oh, so, so been kissing. And that's the thing. Nobody. It was <laughs> crazy. I was like, I went to the urgent care to make sure I didn't have the vid, and they gave me a little piece. I got two PCR tests just to be sure. They both came back negative. And they were looking at him, and the girl was like, you got strep throat? And I was like, I mean, I would personally rather have strep throat than COVID, because, like, COVID's going to knock you on your ass. You can still be, like, semi-functional with strep throat. But they gave me my antibiotics. I'm on, like, day five of seven, so I'm coming off of it. I'm feeling good. I'm still not, like, going around people. I haven't been outside. I didn't have to go to work, so that was very nice. I, like, thought about it one day, and my boss was like, absolutely not. Don't you come in here and get me sick, because he was going on vacation. So that was great. Um, but I'm not, I'm good. How are you? Okay, nice. I'm glad you're feeling better and you don't have COVID. That's fantastic. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I've been, I've been all right. I've been busy, like, all during the week with work and all that kind of stuff, but <laughs> a bitch did get a PS5, so. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Yes. I know yes, that's, yes, like, yes. the hard thing that everyone's trying to, I'm personally not a PlayStation girl. I'm right, 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 right. So, um, congratulations to you for that. 
because yeah, I it know was, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. I had notifications set up on different stuff. Like it took a while. It's crazy. Has it always been this hard to buy a game system? I feel like it I didn't don't use think to. So. No. I think with well, I know with the PlayStation Five, there was like a shortage with this chip, and mm-hmm. um, that caused some like delays. And then there was like other production delays. We are still, you know, pandemic. <laughs> That's true. That so. is true. I don't know. I kind of miss the good old days where you had to go to GameStop and wait there till like midnight, and they opened. Remember the door. GameStop? <laughs> oh my gosh, GameStop was awful. The way they used to like mm-hmm. when you tried to trade in the game and they'd be like it's five dollars even though they know you paid sixty for it. It was like crazy. But like, the like come on, like, I just beat this game like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> but the community aspect of it was really nice. I'll never forget when Mortal Kombat Nine came out. The GameStop that was by like my old comic book shop here. They I went and they were just having like a huge competition. And it was like so fun. And like the Chipotle that was next to it, they actually stayed open late to like feed That's the nice. people. It was like a really good time, you know? That so you know, secretly I wanna open my own comic book store. And it would be like a comic book store cafe type of situation. And like, that's one of the things we would do. We have like game nights, we would have like parties and like movie nights and stuff like that. And just like get food and build a little community because it's always a good time. You got to enjoy your fellow nerds sometimes. Come on, another relaunch cafe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in, get your comic books, you know, a smoothie. Stay for a little bit. I know healthy smoothies too, because you know I'm gonna push the fitness on the girls a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry. Smoothies and some music. My life. (laughs) Let me tell you, the music, baby. (laughs) 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 We was gonna be a good time in there. Get the bar rolling on that. I like that. (laughs) Okay. Um. You know, this week is a pretty short week. Um. Just one book, and that is Daredevil: Woman Without Fear. Written by Chip Zdarsky and art by Rafael De La Torre and uh, Federico Bleed on colors. And um, this was a really good issue for Electra. Again, it was okay. actually kind of like a Devil's Reign tie-in, but also a flashback, fill-in-the-blank kind of stuff for Electra. Um, if you remember in Devil's Reign, she went to speak with Kingpin, and he had said, like, you know, I've been collecting all these files and all these people. I have your file, but someone bought it, and I sold it to them, and they said, you need to go and meet them where you tried to recruit the original Daredevil into the hand. Um, so where you tried to recruit Matt into the hand. And Electra gets freaked out, and she's like, you know, he must know stuff about me like he knows too much. So she leaves. And we now see what happens on the other side of that. Um, <clears throat> she goes and meets with Matt. And after I mean, she's like, you know, I'm a little bit too in over my head. Like, you know, I mm. I normally would go straight for the heart and attack stuff. But like this is, I might be too in over my head. And what do they do? Start fucking. Because they. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. That's, <laughs> That's what they're going to do. <laughs> it's just hot. It's just hot. They're not even Electra hot. I'm sorry. Like, I always give them that. They are hot. <laughs> they are hot. Um, so we see that she's like leaving his place and she's going by Columbia University where they went to school and she's having like these kind of flashbacks of when she used to train with Stick and how when she was back at Columbia, there was this guy, I forget his name, uh, Goldie, 
and um, mm. he was like a friend from the past, and they go and have coffee and to kind of catch up. And he's like, she's like, you know, I feel like after my dad died, and I became like, she didn't say assassin out loud, but we know that she went to go become an assassin. <laughs> she's like, you know, after my dad died, I feel like. Um, the world like got so big. I had so many other options, but like actually everything kind of closed in on me, and I felt like I was in a cage. But she was like, lately I feel like I traded one cage for another one. And mm. obviously she's talking about you know having not to kill <laughs> and everything and trying to be more of a hero with Daredevil. Yeah. Um, and and the guys were like, like you know I didn't know you that well like that, and you left school after your dad died. But the Electra I know was like someone who was if she was in a cage i would be worried about that cage and she's like yeah we'll see she sees this woman i've been watching her we find out that it is one of her old trainers who kind of got her into the hand so back when electra yeah i know the story she was uh she her dad died she left and went into go try to stay with stick he said she was too angry so she left and mm got recruited by the hand. Now we see the the woman who recruited her into the hand. Mm. This, this Is this the first time we've ever seen the woman? Well, when I saw her get recruited into the hand, there were like a group of people. And I think this I think this is the same woman. She just looks a little different. She just may look like a little more youthful. <laughs> this was like an older book back then. I do remember that there were like a few people okay. in the room around her when she got recruited into the hand. So I think ZRC just wants to focus on this one girl because she's pretty badass. And she's talking about how, like, you know, she teaches her how to be silent and how, you know, you shouldn't be so loud. The most important thing while you're fighting is silence. And uh, she later on is kind of confronted by her. She meets up with her at the place where she did try to recruit Matt into the hand. She drives off and her she gets into this accident car tumbles and she's like now hold on like she looks at the the wheel she's like now this looks like Aka probably threw this the way that it was silent like nobody was around and mm -hmm. then she's starting to run and she's like wait a minute and there's like a trap set up here and who was after her it was Craven yeah he, I, don't, I don't know what bone he has to pick with her but she, her. he shows like fish he's like, he's like my name is Craven Little Hunter Little Assassin and I hunt so he is. Okay. Front alert. I, don't know, I don't know who sent him after her, unless he's a part of the Thunderbolts now, because of everything happening in Devil's Reign. You know, with since Kingpin like has all the mm. villains and stuff that were. Whatever happened to his family? He had a daughter. I think some. Thing magical happened that made them forget her. Oh, so because I remember, I, I remember during what was it? Um, spiders hunt, hunt for spiders, whatever that story arc was called in Spider Man, where like they were killing all the spider characters. So like Maddie Franklin got it. They came after um, Julia Carpenter. They were coming after Spider Man. They spider went after Spider Was that Spider Verse? Yeah, with uh, Corlon, like I think that was his name. The guy who like eaten, he like eats all the spider people. This was, I think, this was a different. I think this was one like right before. I do remember Spider Verse, but I think this is one like right before, because it was like specifically Craven and his family. His like family was hunting the spiders because they were like trying to resurrect Craven or something like that. And it was his wife, his daughter, um, 
and I only remember it because the daughter ended up going into all new Inhumans, popping up over there. Oh. She like turned out to be an Inhuman, but I that was the last time I saw of her. You know what I mean? It was the last time you saw the Inhumans also. But um, I always thought she was an interesting character. I just wondered if they still existed. Or they I don't wiped. know. They may have been wiped. I don't remember if they kept... I know he had a daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do remember that they were like his family or something was hunting them. But I do think that there was that story where all the spiders were getting hunted. But that was Spider-Verse. That was hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was hot. Spider-Verse was, man, that was actually really good because it was like, it was it was pretty violent. <laughs> it was. Um, but yeah, this issue I really enjoyed. I would actually give it a, a four out of five. It was some great mm-hmm. background stuff on Elektra. Um, this is what I was expecting from Elektra. Uh, In Daredevil. Oh, Red okay. So yeah. I guess, you know, as an Elektra fan, do you want her to continue on being Daredevil? No. No, oh. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, well, I guess if she goes, like, whenever she gives up the Daredevil moniker, she stops doing this hero thing, do you think you would want her to con- kind of continue on the hero path? Or does she just go back to being Electra of the hand, killing people, doing whatever needs to do? Like, what, what, what's, what's, what's the, the dream for her? You know, um, and for everyone listening out there, you can definitely go back and listen to, I think it was the last episode for my relaunch with Elektra. I do want her to become more lethal again. Um, Not necessarily like, um, maybe she could take over the hand, but I do want her to just go back to being more herself. She's obviously conflicted about a lot of this stuff. And I do appreciate that Zadarcy has kind of kept that with her too often with stories or with characters like an Electra, they try to redeem them and just like sanctify them and make them good or something like that. And Zadarsky has left it very, very clear that she is still like, I will kill you. Um, she's yeah. just trying a different way because that's just a part of their story. She's trying a different way. And she says this in this book because she needs Matt to help her take down the hand. Ultimately, it looks like, I don't know if she's going to get a solo out of this or something, but it looks like there's some story building with her and she's trying to take down the hand in this. So, like, mm-hmm. I'll be fine if she goes there and takes over that and she becomes, like, a queen pin assassin. Mm-hmm. And then, like Would I said, you... I want her versus... Um, um, you know, even if, even, if she, that would be even if she does all of that, would you still, like, want her to get a super suit, get a superhero code name, or would she just run around as Electra? Electra's son. Never know that. It's too late for her to get some kind of name. Now she could obviously get an updated costume. The mm-hmm. we sorry, don't need her in, like the, in the, the. You don't like the black the one. I thought the black one was hot. <laughs> oh well, yeah, the black one was not hot with that scarf. It was hot. I'm sorry. It was just so simple and sleek in the red scarf, so you know it was her. She had the ponytail going. I don't know. I love the ponytail. Did not like the. The scarf look that was not that girl, but I do. I would love to for her to get a a nice redesign for her, something like more ninja armored. Mm-hmm. Um, would you still want it to still be like red? sexy for her? Uh, I mean, those are her colors now, red and black. Oh no! How do you feel about that? Like characters and colors, and like, do you feel like 
once a character kind of has that color scheme ingrained into them that they should never move past it or do you not mind when they switch it up a little bit because i'm and this is mainly because i'm talking about betsy you know uh, <laughs> pink has always been her color for like mm-hmm. however long she's been around pink and purple um but then when she became captain britain it was the union jack colors but then knights of x came around and it looks like the colors might be changing to a black gold and red of avalon and so it was just interesting to me because I don't mind. I was like, oh, I like seeing her in different colors, but I know there are a lot of Betsy fans who'd be like, I still want to see her in something pink. But it's like her power. Mm-hmm. I think, I do think certain characters end up being associated with like particular color schemes just mm-hmm. because like they just end up like, I don't know, it just hits for them. Mm-hmm. Like Betsy and pink just like works. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, it's it's purple, it's right. So, and I, th- I think also with characters like Betsy, her hair is purple, so it's harder to put her in other colors because that'll clash. Um, so I do think sometimes certain colors do like stick with characters. It would be jarring to see electric, like, I don't know, a yellow or a pink. I, I don't think I would be opposed to yellow. I think I'd like to see how that looks. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and I only say that because, like, I think of, um, I think of, like, a Daredevil. Like, he had, like, there's been someone who, like, wore a yellow version of his costume. I think even when he wears black, like, I like seeing him in his little black costumes. I think those are different. Of course, I don't think I'd want to see him in, like, a green, because that mm. feels, like, weird. But maybe, like, I think about how Kelly Thompson has the stuff going on with Carol. She's put her in a bunch of different costumes like every now and again, like to switch up her colors and things like that. I wouldn't mind something like that just to see how it feels or how it looks on certain people. Yeah. While still returning to like whatever is the the default look. I do think yeah. most characters have a default look and color, but then like you could probably pop up in something else. Sometimes those stick. Sometimes sometimes. Electra's got this one that's like this like, I don't know. Cybertron kind of looking like what is it with the zoom cycles, the light cycles? Oh, I can't Tron. think of the name of it. Tron, yeah. Really? She's got this like Tron looking costume that's kind of cool, but um, we'll have to read add that to the list of rereads or something because in the book, <laughs> the the writer even says like, oh, all all dudes love ninjas and like Tron. <laughs> so. I felt kind of called out. <laughs> but it's nice. I mean, it is. It is. Do they ever say what type of martial arts Electra knows, or is it just kind of one of those broad ninjutsu type of things? Um, she's like trained under all the different types, you know, the judo, the taekwondo, and all that stuff, and then the specialized hand stuff. Um, even in this issue, we learn we see who gave her the sigh first. It was mm. Aka. Um, who gave her the sigh, and she was the person who told her to kill, and she was like, oh, I can't kill this person because they didn't do anything. And mm-hmm. Akka's like, yes, you can kill them, their hand, and they're not alive because they've already mm-hmm. given their lives to the hand. Like, they're just, like, soulless yes. things. So you can... I do love the hand. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you. That's, like, a Me hot... Too. It's hot. They really snapped with that. And I, like... Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things about Daredevil. And, you know, even when Betsy was with it, I always used to kind of really want to see her get her own personal hand stories, which she's had a couple of them. I'm, I'm over them now. But the hand mm-hmm. itself is just, I love when they pop up. It's always a good time. Right? They're fun. They're, like, fun. And, you know, I love when they give the hero somebody to fight. 
Okay? Because they will give you someone to fight. Yes. And they will keep coming. Um, so, yeah. I guess that's the only issue of the week this week, short week. Send <laughs> <laughs> so us recommendations, you guys. If you guys are reading yeah. anything else there, let us know what Next you guys Next week are is going to be stacked. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, my girl is starting to make her cameos next week. Polaris is going to be in uh, uh, the Death of Doctor Strange cameo. Mm, she Hulk comes out next week. Oh, Add it to your pool list, guys. Hey, it's, it's only five issues. Now they played in your face for that. Played in my face. I just That's discovered. Weird. I was like reading some interview, and I was like, oh, I just realized I hadn't subscribed on Comicsology, so I went to Comicsology to do it, and I went to get another one and said one of five. That's rude. Like, That's ridiculous. She deserves a real ongoing for real. What's going on? You know, she's not in the MCU yet. We got it. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then she'll be back. <laughs> see how they do. I mean, look how they do with that. Didn't they do that with Shang-Chi? They gave him a mini, and then the movie came out, and then the ongoing came out. Exactly. Like, this is the teaser. This is to get, like, kind of re-familiarize people with her, let you know who she is, what she's about, see her and her new boyfriend, Jack of Hearts, and I then the show will come. Wow. <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's always crazy to me when, like, I would talk about Jack of Hearts. People would be like, oh, you like Jack of Hearts? He's never coming back. Look at him now. <laughs> I back winners. <laughs> I mean, we all know I did my favorite one, that X-Men vote. <laughs> so mm. let's take a break, and then we'll come right back. Mm. from our little break in today's panel is going to be something that's been just bustling across the net for the last week or so and it is the x-men vote that was launched you know so as many of us know here last year was the last year it was last year yeah mm-hmm. yes, last it was. year that we had the first annual hellfire gala for the x-men and there was a reveal of a new brand new x-men team and the marvel uh company decided to bring the fans in and they let us do a vote to vote for who one of the members was going to be and our very own miss polaris lorna dane won she was like way ahead of the Period. competition it was kind of a blowout <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> for that um and so okay. you know we have another hellfire gala coming up this summer and <laughs> they have done this again and so we had a small little list of contestants. And I will say, I think the contestants this year were much better than the ones from last year. So shout out to Marvel from that. Um, I feel like yeah. last year was very obvious that Lorna was going to win. I don't think, like, anybody else really stood a chance, obviously. I feel like this year was a little bit more varied and it was a little bit, like, easier to choose. Um, so really quick, let's just go over who the contestants were. They were Armor, Avalanche, Bling, Firestar, Gentle, Gorgon, Micromax, Penance, Siren, and Surge. Now, me personally, I think this is an amazing list of candidates. I actually really like a lot of these characters. I voted for Firestar, though. I'm just not that. You know. <laughs> um, okay. But I just kind of want to like sit here. Let's talk about the vote. Talk about some of the things that happened. Who you're excited for? What you think? Like X Men's coming up. What do we think is going to happen with this team? Do we think everybody's just going to kind of be dropped and we'll get a brand new crew? Do we just think the like member who's voted in is going to join in? What's going on? And then also, you need to tell us who you voted for, LZ, because I want to know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I mean, I 
well, I, when I first looked at this list of people, I was like, oh, this is a pretty like diverse group of lists, like of, mm-hmm. of characters. Like, uh, you got some Academy X kids in there. You got some mm-hmm. uh, villains. Um, some characters who had never even really been with the X Men like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought this was a pretty interesting list of people. Um, I had no real ties to it this time because my fave already won. So <laughs> I didn't have any kind of, I didn't feel any type of way about whoever won. Um, so up to, for me, it came down to Firestar or Penance. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I just voted for both of them. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. That is not how you were supposed to vote. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, well, okay. So, what were your reasonings for voting for them? Okay, so like most of the, a lot of the other ones, I was like, they're never gonna get my vote because I didn't really care at all. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Micromax isn't someone I would okay. do too much about. See, see, that was another thing is like I've realized that I was a very like main book reader when I was growing up when reading the oh. X Men, you know. Um, so I feel like whenever you bring up a lot of characters, I'm like, who the hell is that? <laughs> it's they because, like, they were in side books and like I never really read a lot of minis and stuff like that unless my favorite mm-hmm. character was in it. Um, okay. So I was like only in the X Men or like Uncanny X Men stuff. So like, but I think I knew. I think Michael Max wasn't he? He was in the O and E, right? So well, he was in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Wasn't gonna vote for him. Um, I didn't really didn't really care for Avalanche. Whatever. Um, Bling doesn't give me X Men. I'm sorry. Like okay. everyone can't she, be famous. She doesn't. She doesn't like. She doesn't give me like. I'm gonna be out there on the team. Like okay. this is that's like her vibe. No. Okay. I'm sure she's someplace else. Um, Who else is in? So really, it was only kind of down. It was really only down to like Surge, mm-hmm. Firestar, and Monet for me. Armor? Yeah. I like her powers. She does have good powers, but she's not a good character. I'm sorry. I know everybody loves her for <laughs> the an Astonishing Era, but it's like she's just, she always very much gave me like generic spunky girl number six. Okay. You know, and um, the Buffy Temple. Right, right. She ain't that cool, but whatever. Shout out to her. She came in like third, or she looked like she was coming in second or third when the votes won. But she already lost once. I'm sure she lost again. So sad for her. For me, I think Firestar was like automatically my number one choice as soon as I saw the vote. I do like a lot of these characters. I love Gentle. I like Bling. I like Monet. I like Micromax. I was also a big reader of like the main Uncanny X Men titles growing up, but I used to feel like a lot of times the main title was bad and the side books used to have all the good stories in them with like those extra characters. So I used to like really put a huge emphasis on reading those. Mm. And that's how I came to know a lot of those characters through those books. So that was always really great. But for me, Firestar just gave the best story potential. I think she is a character who's never really had her chance at being an X-Man. I think when you like kind of go back to her history of like the mini with the Hellions and like Emma and becoming kind of disillusioned and breaking free and then joining the Avengers, but like even the Avengers weren't all the things that she wanted them to be. I mm-hmm. think her coming back 
to like that mutant place and like finding a spot to really belong. I just thought that story potential was great. Monet was my second choice to vote for, but I feel like Monet is one of those characters. She's gotten to a point where she's going to be fine. She has had a nice little rise in profile over the last few years, especially shout out to like that all women X-Men team that she joined that Frenzy was actually supposed to be a part of that like saved her. I think that kind of, added her into a spot where a lot of people recognize her and associate her with the X-Men now. Should have been Frenzy. It should have been Frenzy. I'll say that out loud. (laughs) 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 But I also think because of that, Monet is also one of those characters where she's like perfect. Her whole thing, her whole like slogan was like vote for perfection because she has all of these abilities and she has all these powers and she can do all of this stuff. And that also kind of, I feel like is the hindrance for her. Because I know a lot of people were trying to say things like, oh, well, why would Firestar be on this team when Sunfire is on the team already? That's two fire people. But it's like, why would I have Monet on the team when I already got Jean and Rogue? She's a brawler. But in that same sense... And and currently on the team right now, you've got Sync and Rogue. Yeah, Sync and God. But... And Rogue don't ever use her power absorption powers anyway, so... She uses the one she got from Wonder Man. That's a shame. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think Monet has gotten to a spot where, like, she's always going to be used. She's become, like, a cool girl. She's that, like, she is what Rogue used to be back in the day. You know how, like, people want a Rogue on the team? She was, like, the sassy brawler, like, flying in, punching stuff. Like, that's what Monet does. I'll never forget during Pad's original X-Factor run, he had Richter describe Monet as Supergirl meets Veronica Lodge. And, like, that, to me, is Monet to a T. And that, to me, means that someone will always pick her up and put her in the space where she'll be visible and she'll be seen. She might not always be the main girl. I'm sorry, but it's, like, not her time yet. She's still got to work her way up there. She hasn't had enough personal stories for me yet. And I don't think X-Men is the place that's going to give her that personal story to make her hit. Look at Magic. Magic really just moved up the list. And look at how and then, look at how long ago that started. That was, like, back in... When was that Quest for Magic story in New X-Men? Like, 2004, 2005? Something like that. Six, maybe. And now here we are in 2021. I mean, honestly, her her real takeoff didn't happen until she became, like, um, the main girl on Bendis' X-Men. And, like... Okay. Like, it's... You know. I'm I'm sorry. There's a hierarchy in Monet. You're just not at the top yet. I couldn't vote for you out of that. But if she wins, I'm cool with that, too, because I still like her. She'll have (laughs) Yeah, my uh, she's not a character that has ever been too interesting to me outside of like her sassy girlness. You know, I like when she's there and she is telling Jean she got to try harder or, you know, <laughs> being a bitch to somebody. So, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily know if I needed that in the X Men, but out of all of them, she ended up still getting my vote. Well, good for her. I mean, her fans really came out for her. They were like campaigning. Mm-hmm. They were, and also, although I will say, you know, the voting this year got a little bit toxic on social media. X Men fans know. are nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say it. X Men fans are nasty. I saw how they were look. I saw how they were acting after Lorna was starting to win. They were just being so nasty and just mm-hmm. mean. Mm-hmm. Mean. And it's like it's fun, guys. It's okay. And I, I think the good thing about this like, is that. You know all these characters are still going to be around somewhere. Like, if they were put on this vote, like, they're on somebody's radar. And someone's going to see them. And it's like, even the team that lost last year, now they're about to get their little one shot as a secret X-Men. 
you know? And I just think that's always fun. I think the X-Men as a whole is always going to be a group that's very big and everybody's always going to kind of want their favorite characters to get that shine. But again, we got to go through like a hundred something characters. You got to wait a little bit. Unless you're like one of the main There's 20. so many. And if you're not one of the main 20 who was like around in the 90s, you just got to wait your turn. And like, it's okay. It's going to come. But nonetheless. Or you got to get yourself related, related to one of the main 20 something that's the word become like their legacy character maybe start wearing their old costumes and using their powers the way that they used to you're onto something but that is neither here nor there with that (laughs) said the x-men hellfire gala this year is going to be a one shot instead of a big crossover event like it was and i will say i think that's a lot more viable because while I did enjoy the Hellfire Gala last year and like the kind of bigness of it, it dragged on a little bit. And I think just doing it in this one shot is going to be like a lot easier to get. Do you think a one, a one shot and planet size would have been a lot better last time around than them dragging that out? That would have yeah. been great. Because we got and yes, and yes, I do think Firestar is going to show up at the. Why would she? She's on the ballot. Um, she is. I know, but you, so Marvel was doing like the little updates to show. In the beginning, she was always number one. She did go down like 7%, but in the last one they showed, and Monet had risen by like 42%. Firestar was still number one, though. But That's what I'm saying. She, she rose by 42%, and she was still second. Like, Firestar is pretty far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Amazing Friends cartoon for that. Because Listen, listen. I have to say this, though. People used to always try to come for me when I say, you got to get your fave related to somebody else than other X-Men. And people say, no, you got to, you got to, I want them to stay with the X-Men. And look, Firestar, I said that Firestar was going to be the one to be like, to probably take this because she is connected to the most powerful, I mean, the most popular comic book character in the world. Like, (laughs) in in the world. Okay. And that's Spider-Man. Come on, y'all. Well, she's going to be. <laughs> Come on. Let's not talk about Iceman. Iceman is an amazing friend. He fine. He is an amazing friend, isn't he? He's fine. He is fine. You know, I would go onto, like, the Marvel Instagram account and, like, go through the comments, and it was always so funny because you could tell who was not paying attention or who didn't really know what was going on with the vote because they would have, like, oh, come vote for your X-Men, follow this link, and the people would be in the comments, like, Wolverine. (laughs) 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 It's just, like, Wolverine is not what it's about that you guys. (laughs) It was just, like, I'm not being What you say is, okay, we know who gets it, all right. Oh my gosh. Um, is there anyone who you would have liked to see on the ballot? Um, you know what? I actually thought about that because because this time around there were so many like different characters and like different kind of groups or whatever. I was like, oh, you know what? Who else would I have liked to see on this? But Loki, they kind of hitting like the, hit all the like, pretty much like yeah, they hit like a pretty wide broad stroke with like, it eras like you had a lot of new x-men you know the new x-men fans have been like clamoring for those kids to return i personally don't think it's going to happen in like the way they wanted to but i still it's like not. that <laughs> except for hellier he deserves that was the character i was going to say what i would have liked to see on the ballot you think hellion's gonna make a resurgence yeah he's probably going to be on the next x-men vote oh okay 
I don't know if I see it. I like you do. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. You know, it's um I don't know. I feel like they kind of let his stock drop a little bit when they like got rid of his hands. Yeah, he would get his hands back. They probably make that a little point. I don't think he's ever going to get his hands back. I think he will. But they I, always draw on them without them even showing that they even separated. So it'd be really easy I, to say get them back. But I personally like the whole like robot hands being held by telekinesis thing. I think it's I don't know. I don't know why you hate it so much. Um, <laughs> it's a nice little visual, but. I do like that they kind of like let the new X-Men kids, even if they're not going to put them together in a book, mm-hmm. they're going to like try and push them to like other teams to help them grow up. Because I, I know that's something that Marvel kind of struggles with with their team characters is they, mm-hmm. they put them in a spot where it's kind of hard for them to grow up. And I know they've even said it's like you can't really make the new X-Men grow up because then you make all the other X-Men old and you got to push them out. But it's like I feel like we are all familiar enough with comic books and the sliding time scale. I don't really think that's as important to people anymore. I agree. And I do think that the new X-Men won't come back in the way that I think a lot of new X-Men fans want them to come back, like, all together. But, like, I think if you separate them, you can not only age them up because they can be, like, wherever. You can then also kind of grow their stock. Look at Pixie. Queen. Okay. And us. <laughs> And does those girls? And you know, it, it's, it's, again, this was like it brings me to a good point of Surge being on this team because Surge was the third it girl of the new oh, yeah. X Men. It was Surge, Pixie, and Dust, and they were all destined for greatness. Pixie got picked up. She would uh, continue to appear in a lot of like X Men stuff. Fraction really loved her. <clears throat> Dust was everywhere. She ended up joining the champions as well. I don't know how Surge fell off. How she did? I don't know either. It was, like, very strange to me because she was right there with them. And then it was just, like, nothing. But, again, I like that she was... But I saw on on Twitter the girls trying to say she erases or something. You know, so let's talk about that movie. (laughs) (laughs) You know. During during the Academy X series, for those who read it, um, Dust and Surge were roommates. And Surge was written to be a little bit ignorant of dust culture and she was like you know why do you wear that what's the reasoning and dust would say you know it's my culture i don't want men to see me that way i'm happy this way i don't feel like i need to show skin all the time so noriko surge was like sitting there her little halter top of her booty shorts showing all her skin with her belly ring out and so she took offense to that (laughs) and so that caused a lot of friction for them in the run by the end of that story arc, they both came back together and Serge like apologized to the girl and was like, you know what? That is your culture. I didn't mean to be that way. You just don't judge me for the way that I dress and I won't judge you. And Dust like oh, yeah. said the same thing. Oh, yeah. And they were like, and they were homegirls. Like all it was was like two girls saying, We come from different worlds, but now we're gonna get back together. And they were cool for they were actually like really good friends after that. Like they would protect mm-hmm. each other and do stuff like that. And they were cool. And so then Serge went on to lead the new X-Men team during one of their like worst times in history. She's putting the work. People just Serge deserves. Serge was the other one that I wanted to Same. vote for. Um she, she see, that's was like, there was so she many there was so many that I wanted to vote for this time around that I was like because there were so many characters that were like 
like a lower tier faves of mine. Like, oh, I don't go, I don't go up with you like that, but I kind of like you. <laughs> like, like you see it, like you see the yeah. And Serge is one of those. It was truly like she was up there for me. She deserves. Again, like I might have voted for Firestar, but anybody she, on this year. You know what? They may have shelved her because of like her powers. You know, who's she gonna fight? Oh, you think she's a little too powerful? Mm-hmm. Who is the she electricity last? and then the super speed and then like I remember during that House of Empire they said that she might have some healing capabilities. Who is she fighting? She's, she's a hot girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like, she's got it. She's got it. She, <laughs> she but she again she's one of those ones she didn't get her leaving the X Men moment. Even Pixie would appear over in the Runaways, mm. you know, and like Young Avengers type of stuff like that. She didn't really have that moment, which she should get it because she again deserves a new redesign. She does. Was she, I think she probably needs a new redesign that's more striking. Pixie and Dust no. both have them. Yeah, they do. And so my thing with Noriko was always going to be like her gauntlets. But I feel like the way I feel about the gauntlets, people don't like. I like that they're big and clunky and like kind of massive because I think like, hey, they're gauntlets. Why wouldn't they be? But no, I, know- I don't like that. She looks like an anime character. Too much of it. I like anyway. when they were like sleeker or and on her arms yeah. and stuff. There was this one redesign I seen of her with like a little shortcut, mm. a little pixie, pixie cut, and it was like <laughs> a little blue pixie cut, and she had these sleek gloves. I think it was by um, Chris Anka. I think he did like a. I think he's a big Search fan, and he had a really cool redesign for her. I think he definitely was tweeting about both. Search is hot. She did almost She's- get my boy. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good character. I'm sorry. You know, um, so as a person who was a fan, a big uh, the fan of the character who won last year, do you feel like Polaris winning like really did help her? <laughs> has really helped her character and helped her stock rise? Oh, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I think that for a while she was always just seen as like an ancillary character only associated with X Factor, but I think since Winning the X-Men vote, and I obviously can't speak for all the voters who did vote for her. I do think a lot of people wanted to see her still step into the big leagues, whereas mm-hmm. she had been on the X-Men before, but it was like more in like an assistant kind of thing, not in a mm-hmm. an official kind of you're joining the team. It yeah. was more of like, hey, we need your help for something, and you're here helping us too. Um, and she always stuck around because she is, you know, believer in the mutant yeah. cause. Yeah, but I is. do think... Now that she won the vote, it has definitely raised her clout and people see her more as someone who can be on that roster. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like what you said when there's like, you know, those main 20 girls where people are kind of picking who they're like an X-Men team. I do think that mm-hmm. now that Polaris's name will come up in that conversation. Okay. That's very exciting. Now, with the team in this vote and the gala and everything coming up, do you think she will continue to stay on? I mean, oh, and also I do want to say that I do love that forever mm-hmm. she will always be the first winner of the X-Men vote. Okay. <laughs> that was a moment. Up. Which, um, again, I still say that Dowderman should have gave her a costume design. They knew she won. I agree. I agree. They knew she As soon as they knew she won. He should have made something for her. They should have gave her something. Um. You know, they'd be stingy with the designs. He must be expensive. (laughs) (laughs) He must charge. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, I do think she's going to stay on the team post this vote because I think that the team is going to split up. I do think that Gene okay. um, and Cyclops talked about, you know, all the issues that they were having with uh, the game world people attacking them with the Annihilation Wave and all those other monsters. And then they had the stuff to deal with um, on Earth with learning about uh, the humans, learning about resurrection and... Um, Phalong and all that kind of stuff. So they feel like the team needs to split up. So I do think that they are going to split up. And I do think Lorna will still stay on one of those teams. Yeah. Okay. So splitting like, so to do like a blue and gold type of situation for the X-Men. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. I honestly see not only the story going that way, but I can honestly see Marvel trying to like capitalize on that again. Who doesn't love the 90s? (laughs) <laughs> you know, I could totally see them doing another X-Men blue and gold thing again. And then you have blue, gold, and red, each one, mm-hmm. led by, probably have blue with Cyclops, gold with Jean, mm-hmm. and um, X-Men red is Storm. So, let me ask you this. If they split the team up and they kind of do this, do you see it just being like the main team being split up into two factions, or is it like we have the team that we have now as the blue team, and then, like, whoever wins this next vote, plus some new characters, will make up the gold team. I think it'll be a shuffle. Like, Mm -hmm. we have the team we have now. There's a new vote for another person to join. Mm -hmm. To join blue or gold, but then amongst however many people, they're going to split them up that way. So, like, Mm -hmm. it'll be a shuffle. Is there anyone else who you hope to see? Um, you know, I, I, there was a time I would have said Iceman, but recently... This is a safe space, y'all. Um, recently, he's been turning into a very white gay. And that's not the type of Iceman I always thought he was ever going to be he always gave me like you know i know i'm a white gay but like i'm not that kind of white gay you know okay (laughs) you know we all have friends like that and that was the kind of person i thought that he was going to be but they got him in ibiza with christian frost and um he did go to ibiza with christian frost it's not given what i thought (laughs) so i don't know if i need that right now and i feel like I feel like if he were to join, they would and join the X Men anyway. He would end up becoming more of that. Mm, I mean, instead, instead of something a little bit more with a little bit more direction. I was about to say maybe not, but if the current writer of X Men is still writing the book, then that is how he wrote him in Marauder. So it probably would be. And I don't want that. So. <laughs> so here's my second question for you. You think the team is splitting? Mm-hmm. Still in one book or two books? Mm, two books, because I don't, I don't see the current book having the space for two teams. It barely has like, space for one. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I mean, how many times has a rogue spoken? I honestly, how many times have Laura spoken? The only and the only reason I ever know Sunfire is in the book is because he's like getting knocked out very early. Mm-hmm. So, 
Okay. Exactly. So I do think it'll be another book, probably another some rollout that they'd have for. That could be a little bit exciting. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, maybe again, it'll be like, something post uh, this whole Eternals Avengers X-Men thing. Maybe that could be like the new team's first thing, team, like yep. kind of getting in there. I do mm-hmm. know I saw some tweets saying that the writer said the new team would be debuting in issues like 13 and 14. Okay. And I feel like that lines up with the time frame of those events. Mm. And then I think a Marvel tweet actually said that the next gala is going to be a one shot again. Um, it's going to be in June. So do you think it's do you think it's going to be two books or just one? Or do you not think they're going to split up at all? Do you think it's just going to be a whole new team? So I never thought they were going to <laughs> Gene and Cyclops would go give everybody the damn boots. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of what I like, thought. You know, I mean, <laughs> but I think it, like when the Hellfire Gala and the vote first came around, I felt like I said that. I was like, I always felt like this team was going to be this year long thing. They got their like 12 to 15 issues, depending on like one shots and stuff like that. And then by the next gala, because it was Gene and Scott's team, they would stick around and everybody else would leave and we just get a brand new kind of rollout and they just keep going with that. But like you said, the whole splitting up thing does make sense. So I can see it now being two teams. Um, I think I would prefer it to be two books if it was two teams. I think I would also prefer one of the books to be written by somebody else. It probably will. Uh, at least I would like to. I don't think we. Why not? I think I would rather have another voice instead of you know having Same. you can have the whole like you know Hickman two book thing. I think that only really works with Hickman. No, I never. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I need that writer to have a second book. No, I think or, it would be cool to have another one. But yeah, I was, I was just thinking oh, you know what? Again. I bet. Do, do you think that's how they would end up just evolving the X Men franchise, where you have an X Men on Earth, Krakoa, and then you have an X Men team in space, and then you have an X Men team on Arako? Mm. So you have X Men, you have X Men Blue, Gold, and Ooh. Red. Red. They really want to push the X-Men Red brand, I see. I think that's going to be a thing. I think they're really trying to make X-Men Red like a brand. Okay. Do you think they'll kind of continue on with, like, just colors in general? Because remember, they had the X-Men Green as the Marvel Unlimited story for that uh, Antler Girl. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that was just the the title of that arc. I think the series is uh, X-Men Unlimited. I didn't read it. I read it. It was in, It was uh, whatever. <laughs> it's nature girl <laughs> that's why whatever. i didn't read it <laughs> whatever i read the first stuff with uh, wolverine that was good i did the read that. <laughs> the stuff. but that was also wolverine so who's gonna read that right, right. Um, do you I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about like that writer getting a second book. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> um, I really, I really do think that they might end up evolving the franchise into like instead of Uncanny mm-hmm. and X Men, they made us do those three colors. Mm, I actually wouldn't be opposed to that. You know, 
I think I'm I mean, they did awesome. that for a while before. Remember, they did the X Men Gold and Blue. Now they were bad. Oh, <laughs> they were bad. they were really bad. Very bad. But you know, X Men Blue was X Men Blue was all right. That's the that's one that for had a while the, too. The young old five, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, because Jean did that pink form that her fiends were on that guy. Yeah, the one that they let her pull some panels for. Which I still kind of don't understand how that worked, but. Well, that's not my favorite. It's like psychic psychic energy. She absorbs it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be opposed to those being like the three colors. Again, I might be on the other side of the fence here, but I was never one of the folks who really thought Uncanny needed to come back. I understand like everyone loves the name Uncanny X-Men, but I'm fine mm. with there not being an Uncanny book. Yeah, I'm, I agree. Uh, I'm totally I fine with really the books funny. being called something that they can like brand for themselves. Although I'm not really with all these of X titles. Like those all sound limiting to me. <laughs> you know, they don't like sound like an ongoing X. thing. Legions yeah. of X. It sounds like but X- six issues. X Men. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but X Men Red or Gold or Blue or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like those just sound like oh you know what you're getting when you go to them. Like this is that mm-hmm. team. This is that team. And this is that team. Okay, I can see that. I don't know if I necessarily see... I can see one team being Arako. I can see one team being Krakoan. I don't know if I necessarily see the space team. I feel like the Arako team and the space team might kind of cancel each other out at times and what they do. But, I mean, I guess if they never leave Arako. But then it's also that... Well, I, I think the point would be, like, they would, like, bounce between the two of them. Like, they could, like... You know. But I was about to say, I guess I haven't really seen enough of Arako to be like, oh, we can't just have people on Arako doing stuff. Which is what X-Men Red is going to be about. So, maybe it's happening. See? And Who X-Men Red know? is more so literally about Arako than it is like a team, per se. Mm. You know? Or at least like, that's what it seems like to me. We, we don't know for sure, I guess. I think it will be. You know yeah. what I mean. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't let me down, but I also like Storm. So, it's different from I him. like Storm. <laughs> I don't know why okay. you try to play like you're Storm. <laughs> Whatever you say. I'm like, I like Swatch and Storm do her thing and use her powers. I'm not interested in Storm. Storm is not the <laughs> Storm is not the type of character that interests me. Like that type that type of character and like their that story does not interest me. But she's dope as hell. I like watching her do her thing. Her powers are cool as shit. Like, hello. Well, I, she's the type of character that interests me. <laughs> <laughs> Although so, I do think that I would be interested in Regent Storm, but again, we haven't really seen too much of the Regent Storm. Much of that Regent Storm. Yeah, yeah. I do think I could find myself actually being like, "Oh, Storm is interesting. Like, I want to see more of this with the, her being Regent." But I feel like they're not really like tapping into that enough. But maybe we'll see it in X Men Red. I was about to say, I feel like it kind of got cut off a little bit yeah. like you know the line reshuffle like sword ended it felt a little abrupt we got the x lines that's wolverine thing and now we're going to go into x and red so i feel like now we're really starting to get a little bit more into region story and i think it's actually going to play a big part because she's going to have to do that in x-men red she's also going to be an immortal x-men on the council so we'll have to see kind of how those two things conflict and like how she operates there yeah. i wonder if she'll lose one of the spots more than likely the council you think so? This the council's falling apart. <laughs> so probably. I gotta be honest, I'm not as interested in the council as I used to be, but 
I'm gonna still pick the book up. Is it because of the members, or is it because of what the council is like doing now post Inferno? I think it's a mix mm. of both things. I think um, I think I'm excited to learn a little bit more about Exodus on the council. Ugh, you know, King. me and me and you have talked about this many times. I've always kind of wanted if Xavier and Magneto were to ever move on and like just stop being a part of the X-Men or like the mythos of what everything, I would love it to be Exodus and Nightcrawler as the characters who kind of took their spots as like heads of everything. Cause I think they're both two very ideological characters. Um, I don't really care about Emma. I, I don't think Kate's, uh, I'm sorry to the Emma fans. I know how y'all get about y'all white queen mm. and lady area. I really don't think Kate is that interesting. I don't really think she adds any valuable opinions to the council when we have seen her on there. Who else is there? Destiny and Mystique. I don't like Mystique. I'm here for Destiny, though. I think she's fun. Mm-hmm. Xavier. I love Xavier. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know everybody hates him, but that's my boy. It's like, I don't know what you want. Like, none of us will be here if it wasn't for him. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And. If it continues on with, like, Doug stuff, then yes. But it's, like, outside of that, I just, I don't know. But I also think I feel like the council has kind of gotten to a point where it's not really needed anymore. Mm. I think, like, we kind of got to start to spread it out. Like, bring a little democracy in here. Because y'all ain't doing a good job. But we'll I wonder see. if it gets to the point of, like, voting for council seats, too, since they vote for X-Men. That would be nice. I would like to see something like that happen. That would be mm. cool, but... Maybe Kate just needs to leave. I just don't like her. Mm-hmm. And God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but sometimes I see people try to put people on the council that I'm like, mm, maybe we found what we got. Like, that's how we got Colossus. <laughs> True. It's just like it's not hidden. Um, if the X Men team going back to them, if they do split up, which one do you want, Lorna or? You know where I want her to go. <laughs> Come on, y'all know where I want her to go. <laughs> y'all know I want my girl to go out in space. <laughs> okay. That's exactly you, where I want her to go. Let me ask you, you know, you're a Lorna's fan, and you know you're sticking with X-Men. Who on that team do you really kind of want to see her bonding with and, like, getting to know a little bit better? You know, I've been thinking about that, and um, while... I've seen some people say it should be Jean. I still stick by, I like what their relationship is now, which is, you know, they're their oldest friends. Like, they aren't close because they both just grow up. They've done other things, but, like, they're still cool. Um, honestly, on that team, she should be getting closer with Rogue. Um, they've mm-hmm. actually kind of bonded a lot before with stuff. And okay. I forgot how often they had actually been around each other. Um they were, did some X-Men stuff before previously during, um, it was during Austin Run, but so, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and the Milligan Run, but I like the Milligan, but you didn't, the Milligan Run wasn't that good for Lorna, though. It was not. That's when she lost her powers. Yeah. <laughs> it was not. It was doing House of M. <laughs> Shout out to Scarlet Witch. Mm, they love that Scarlet Witch now. She just gave them the Elijah Fields. Oh, yeah. The human. They want her to be an X-Man. To do what? Do magic, I guess. Because the other magic girl they got don't do nothing. Listen, that's a shame. The uh, Y'all, uh, the X-Fans, are y'all that desperate for a magic girl that you gotta go steal one from the Avengers? 
hey, come on. I mean, <laughs> whatever on. gets me wicked on her cover, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. Oh, he should have been on the vote next year. I'm gonna start campaigning for that this year. Mm. They have to. They have to reconfirm he a mutant first, right? I don't really think so. I think you know. I know they would love to. Or like I know certain people like need him too, but I feel like Wiccan is in a position where he's been in so many like alternate reality stories as already just an X Man and a mutant. It happens. It happens. Mm. I don't know. And then my thing is also is like people trying to be like his, oh, his oh. husband gonna let him go. You know he's gonna let him do too much. The husband's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he allows to go. <laughs> or the divorce. Marvel's not going to divorce them. They're like the gays right now. Mm-hmm. That's so unfortunate. They're going to give them a kid before they divorce them. Mm-hmm. No, Northstar's getting a kid. He's they're definitely out. they're definitely going to give Wiccan. They would. They're not. They're gonna definitely going to have them adopt the kid. They're 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 still too young. They're like fifteen still. They're they not. Can't do it. They're like twenty five. Northstar's getting the kid. Wiccan will soon be single, and the next man. Leading the team, actually. Do you know I was just rereading that Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme miniseries the other day, and you know it was like Wiccan's in it, his older version, and he's like leading the X Men. Wow. When that comes to life, <sighs> Hulkling let him free for a little bit. Okay, good. Hulkling was dead. Wow. A widow? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. all come together. It's wow. A single together. father. wow um okay for next year Mm -hmm. if there's another vote is this the team that you still kind of want to see lorna continue on or by by that time will you be say she's ready to move on you know for me i think that i liked that this vote put her out there and really started to associate her more so with the x-men and like that brand you know like she's seen as like a superhero that could be out there you know mm-hmm. kicking ass on everybody else um i would like that to continue um mm-hmm. so that we really get like you know probably another costume or two under mm-hmm. what with with her time as an x-men still not necessarily this run but just like you know Mm-hmm. If this cancels and it relaunches or whatever, it'll just I would rather her stay with the X Men, you know, the costume or so, so then she's still seen as an X Men, someone who people would pick on a roster when people are asked, oh, pick a team of eight X Men, and okay. then I, I want Lorna to be someone that people can think of for that, um, and then eventually after that, I would like her to move mm-hmm. on. Okay, that's always fun. Well, I think for next year, the biggest thing that I would like, I would like for Marvel to actually grab some of the fans. I'm going to say it. They took some ideas from a lot of ex-Twitter from the last vote. Oh, this for year, sure. They had, like, campaigns for the characters. They were doing, like, little voice notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And none of that was happening. Slogans and all X-Men of that. Vote. Like, none of that was happening for the first X-Men vote. And, like, shout out to ex-Twitter for really kind of pushing that idea and putting it out there. I ain't see there. none of that done for Lorna. Nothing. Okay? <laughs> we was out here just, just voting for her because we liked her. There were okay. no campaigns, no slogans, no, uh, you know, magnetic. Mm-hmm. 
whatever they were gonna rhyme with that to make it cute <laughs> <laughs> and catchy for yeah. people to remember nothing it was not done that way and i hope that should this vote continue i kind of hope that marvel really does mine some of that talent that is out there because there are so many people who like put a lot of hard work into making those posters and really pushing this vote and this thing to be as big as it is becoming and i would love to see that recognized i think as comic book fans we always want our faves to like succeed and like i think being a part of something that helps them grow and just like just getting in that biz is really great so Mm -hmm. Marvel, if you're listening, I got a couple people I can call. For sure. Get the fans involved because they're the ones who like really pushed it. Pushed it. But that was just one like give a little shout about the X-Men vote. Talk it out. See who you voted for. Hopefully you guys voted for Firestar. We will see you back in June to figure out who won Firestar. Because she was maybe if that lead was real. Yeah. <laughs> She's leagues alive. But again, but, you, you know, know shout out to Monet and shout out to Serge. They, they shout out to Serge. They deserve. Gentle also deserves. I hope he like comes and does something big. Micromax. I'm a Micromax. You know, fan. for for me, I will say that I feel like Gentle would have a more impactful story in a Black Panther book. Right? Like, would he like have like he's like bigger up impact there? And okay. he's popped up in a couple, and like he's gotten some anthology <clears throat> stories where he like went back to Wakanda. But the, the whole thing about him in Wakanda is that like his dad is white, and so they didn't oh. like him. So <laughs> when he even goes back and like sees his mom, she has another kid, and she mm-hmm. just acts like she doesn't know him. Whenever they talked about the dad, his dad not being around, <laughs> or that his dad not being from Wakanda, I didn't know he was white. <laughs> yeah, he's a <laughs> he's a he's a white Russian. I man. thought well, he, he was, was just, Russian, but I just he was definitely white. I thought his dad was just I don't know some dude, some black dude from. No, his daddy white. He mixed. <laughs> I didn't know he was mixed. I never knew he was mixed. He mixed. Wow, I didn't full black. And that his dad was just some like some American. That that and that's why they didn't. Yeah. Shows how much I know about the Academy X kids, sorry. I'm a swirl. We'll we'll do some Academy X rereading one day. Yeah. That's right. And speaking of rereading, let's go ahead and take a break and then when we come back we'll go over our reread of the week. Let's do it. Didn't he do X Factor during the um, during Messiah Complex? Wasn't oh, yeah, him? he did. Yeah. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. I feel like that was him. His Wikipedia says he also did Aquaman, Volume 8, in 2016 to 2017. Oh, my gosh, he did. I do remember that. Yes, 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 yes. Because that was the um that was when Dan Abnett was writing the book. It started oh. with Brad Walker, and then when Brad Walker left, 
Scott Jordan. Shout out to Scott, a working man. (laughs) And with that, welcome back, everybody, for another reread. And this week, we will be discussing Doom War, an event from 2010. The solicit goes, Wakanda has been conquered. Its vibranium reserves plundered. Storm faces execution in the next 48 hours, and Doctor Doom stands triumphant. It will take the combined forces of the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, and the two Black Panthers to stand against him. A war has begun that will pit the world's most relentless supervillain against a collection of the world's most powerful superheroes. One that will span the globe, offering twists and turns and surprise players, hello Deadpool, that neither side will see coming. It's rated T for teen. And it's written by Jonathan Mayberry with art from Scott Eaton. Um, has Jonathan Mayberry done anything else? Um, let's see. Yes. Oh, was he like writing Black Panther at the time? Um let's see if I can find anything. Mm. I would say um, I've ne- I've never really heard of him before, but it looks like he was kind of doing like events here and there. He did like a Black Panther event called Black Panther Power, another Black Panther event called Age of Heroes. It looks like he just comes in and does like Black Panther minis. <laughs> One I, just saw. Um, yeah. I will say that, you know, this was my first time reading this event. Okay. And I, you know, I haven't read I'm, it since it came out. I haven't read this since when did this come out? 2010? Yes, 2010. I will always yeah. say, you know, I'm not I'm the biggest that. Black Panther fan. I've tried to get into a couple of his runs before. It just never really clicks for me. I even I actually think I remember getting into this run because it was like during the Storm and Black Panther marriage. And they were saying like Storm was going to like do some fun stuff. But I like watched, I read the first like two or three issues of the run and I like wasn't that big of a fan. And then like the whole Shuri thing happened where she became Black Panther. And I felt like that was really weird, not because it was Shuri taking over, but I remember the promos. And I'll never forget one mm. of them was like, it has Sue on it. And it was like, will the invisible woman become the next Black Panther? And I thought that was like <laughs> the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> why they say and my I, girl look like that? Because <laughs> like, I'll, I'll never forget like seeing the promo image of like the Black Panther suit and then just her white face on it. Or her like blonde <laughs> hair. And I was like, why are they doing this? But nonetheless, I will say going into this event, as my first time reading, not knowing too much about like anything else in the backstory, I enjoyed it. I oh, am a person who is really into Doctor Doom, and I would like to get to know a little bit more about him without having to read Fantastic Four books. And like, I think this was a perfect way to do that. And Doom was giving. I got him, y'all. <laughs> Fantastic Four fans, we work it. Well, we're not going that far <laughs> because the, because the Fantastic Four were not giving in this. I will say it's not that. Their event. It's Doom's event. <laughs> Clearly, because they was getting squashed. Every scene of them was like them getting beat up. They were getting beat up and they were talking about how they were too tired. Like, what's going on? Go back to the lab. Not too much here. What are y'all here Let's for? Let's not do too much here. What okay. are you here for? To solve the problems. Who else is going to do it? When I, Doom is I, on a rampage, who do y'all call? You know, let me just say. <laughs> okay. Dr. Doom is that guy. Okay. Dr. Doom is goaded. Like, Period. he's just amazing. The, the the entire, like, scene, you know, so for he's those who don't know, like, favorite Marvel villains. 
Doctor Doom like goes and steal all the vibranium reserves from Wakanda, and like in doing so, he has this big confrontation with Bast, and Bast is like the god that the Wakandans like wor- worship, and she gives the Black Panther powers too, and all that stuff, and she has to like deem people worthy. And there's this scene in one of the issues that has Doom and Bast just kind of going back and forth and talking, and she's like, you know, you're this horrible person, you've done this and that, and like you think you are so like smart and you can do all this and you'll win and he's just like no i know i will and he's like and nothing else drives me more than like my faith he's like i have the faith that i can do this i have the faith that i am the greatest i have the faith that i can do like anything that i want and i was just like that's what i'm talking about confidence you got and I was like, it was just like such a well done scene. And I just really loved the way that Mayberry did a lot of his dialogue throughout this entire thing. And it's just like, Doom is great. And it was like, he was getting it. And they couldn't stop him. He was embarrassing everybody. And it was hilarious. He was really embarrassing them. Like every, it seemed like every turn, things just kept getting worse and worse and worse <laughs> for the heroes throughout, throughout this. Like it started with. A uh, storm um, getting ready to be executed because there's the Disturi who took over Wakanda. Basically, like mm-hmm. they never liked the way that Shuri was running the state and how um, like T'Challa was doing stuff. They didn't like that, so they tried to take over. They got help from Doom, basically, but of course Doom was just looking for the vibranium. Now, when Doom took Storm into the lock where the vibranium was and was like, you know. I will kill everyone in this room until you open the the lock. And he shot and killed T'Challa's uncle. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Doom, is, Doom does not play. Like, yeah, yeah. it'll now, I'm, now they will always hate each other because Doom killed T'Challa's uncle and did not mm-hmm. care about killing the Kept man at moving. all. Um, the one thing, of, Doom is easily one of my top favorite, like, Marvel villains. Obviously, I'm a big Fantastic Four fan, so I've always mm-hmm. pretty much been a, a Doom fan. But, like, outside of them, he's just a mm-hmm. great character. He is the perfect marriage of um, science and magic. Um, mm-hmm. He And he truly, the best kinds of villains are those who truly just believe in themselves. And no one believes in their cause more than Doom. Because... yeah. Doom just really thinks that he's that guy. And obviously, most of the time, he proves it. And, like, the the heroes in this would figure out one thing where they find that, okay, well, um, Doom separated all of the vibranium up. He put them in separate locations. We need to go and get them. But there's, like, a main source of it all with where we need to find, figure out where that is. Then, of course, every location where the vibranium was, there were, like, Doom bots that had obviously mm-hmm. had already been been amped up with the vibranium and doom didn't care about any of the doom bots being destroyed because the purpose of them was just to record them fighting so that all of the doom bots could get stronger and better like he's thinking way beyond everybody else (laughs) he does not play you know i Um, will say I think the one thing, you know, you brought up Storm and, like, how he had kidnapped her and she was, like, about to be executed. I think the one thing that this event did remind me of is why I used to not enjoy Storm in Black Panther books. I think a lot of times during that marriage, she was often played up as a character, as a damsel in distress. She had to either be saved by her husband or anything that she did do that was, like, supposed to be a moment for her was really just, like, lifting up T'Challa. 
and it was never really a lot of agency of her own. And I will say, you know, even throughout this little event, she still had like a not a, a lot of nice power moments. But oh, yeah. I feel like very early on in the era of their relationship, so much of her agency had been stripped, and I was reminded of that here. And I was just like, uh, look how far we've come. Shout out to Coates for fixing that relationship. Yeah. I, um, she was definitely a little bit of a damsel in here, but I mean, she wasn't like a damsel in distress. She was definitely fighting back while she was handcuffed and (laughs) even while she was in prison. prison. Yeah. But I mean, shout out to Doom for even like, you know, being messy with her being in that prison. He was like, you know, this is a prison that is on Wakandan soil. Like it's only the king would know about it and it depowers mutants. Who do you think this was for? And like <laughs> that was like, <laughs> hey, Doom is real messy. To... <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that that was really great. Uh, Doom just had. I think, I think Doom is probably a character that's really daunting to probably write because it's like he's so known that you don't want to like mess that up, and he says has such a distinct voice that you can easily become like a caricature of that voice. But I yeah. do feel like Mayberry really like nailed it, where you really believed everything that Doom was saying, mm-hmm. and it didn't just feel like oh, I am Doom and I am right. So, a hundred percent. Like I said, I feel like everything that he said or how he was written to say in this book, it like you felt the intention, you felt the purpose, it felt real to you. Like it really carried. If Mayberry ever wants to come back tomorrow, he should definitely do a Doom solo or something like that. Oh yeah. You know, I've always wondered why he never has a solo, like an ongoing solo. Is it because he's a villain? I would say I think Even it's because he's a villain. Him like a villain. I think it's a little bit a mix of like, A, he's a villain, and then he's one of those people who I feel like like you said, he's a really big mix of science and magic. So he's very powerful. He's very smart. He's very intelligent. His series would really just be like heroes just coming to fight him all the time. Because it's mm-hmm. like, if he was just left to his own machinations to do what he want, why wouldn't he succeed? He does. That's what they do in Latveria. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing that was so great about... One of the things I loved about Doom was that he took over Latveria, which was, like, where he was born and all that stuff. He came back, took it over, mm-hmm. and the heroes tried to, like, dethrone him, but the people love him, because as long as they listen to him, things are great. Yeah. And you know the heroes ain't gonna listen to nobody. No. So, I don't know. I, I would like Avengers. to see him in this own series. Or the X-Men. You know they not. <laughs> <laughs> You know they not. I did appreciate that the X Men appear in this in this event, and um, the Chala and Shuri go to the X Men to get some help. And you know they say we will help Storm, but, no. but we're not really here for you. <laughs> for you, for you. <laughs> that was really nice, and I also even love the part where Cyclops was kind of telling T'Challa, he was like, you know, I'm kind of running my own nation because at this time they when they were living on the little asteroid and thing, Nation X era. And, you know, he was like, you know, I'm kind of running my own nation here. I can't really sanction this since I'm trying to be legitimate. However, 
that's not going to stop anybody else from just wanting to go rogue. And then, like, we see Storm, I mean, not Storm, we see Colossus, Wolverine, Nightcrawler all on the ship, like, yeah, we're going to go help, which I thought was, like, a really nice moment. And again, like you said, I love how they were like, we don't really care about you, but we surely going to help Storm. And those three, you know, those are her original OGs, the... Mm-hmm. Those are the, the all new, all different X Men. They were there from with her from the start, so I appreciate that okay. they went to go in and help her yeah. out. Um, what did you think about like Shuri in this? She was a lot more uh, um, so violent. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was. She was real angry. I don't know too much about like what's going on with Shuri in the current Black Panther books. I know she's apparently like magic now or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I was into the violence here. She, I feel like, but she uh, was snapping uh, necks. She snapped I, that she, dude's neck. She was like, she wasn't playing games. She was like, these people gotta die. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to respect it. They trying to kill me. We gonna do what we gotta do. But at the same time, I will say, I do feel like the writing here was very. I guess it just made sense for the time that she was in. You know, I feel like Shuri hadn't gotten because Shuri has, is she like, an old character or was she kind of just. She was de-aged, and I was going to actually bring that up next, was she was de-aged in the MCU, but, like, she was... Oh, do you mean old as, like, when she was created? Or when she was... How old she is in the universe? So, in universe, she's supposed to be older than she is in the MCU. She was created, I think, in, like, 2007? Something like that? Okay. That makes sense, too. I feel like the Shuri, like, who was here... So she was kind of a newly created character. They were still like building up that response, that personality for her. And like in Mm. doing that, you kind of had to go through that era of younger sister kind of carrying the weight of this country on her back after her brother who's gone through all this stuff. Like she's trying to prove herself. She's a little angry. She's a little mad. She's a little violent. So it worked. But I feel like the story, if I was to read a Black Panther book now, is completely different. Yeah, I think that she was probably a lot more probably closer line to her MCU version. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I probably, pre- I think I prefer the 616 one. At least you're probably right. I don't know if they've, I don't know if they've kind of melded the two or how they've kind of evolved her now, but. It's been weird. I'm Cause like, like I know one. I've seen her on, <laughs> I know I've seen her like on pre, uh, promo. She was violent, but I liked Like that, especially after the MCU where she had, or she very much gave the teacher right sure. You know, she had the mm-hmm. little uh, blasters on her hand. She had the braids. She was doing all that. But then, I've seen again, I've seen other stuff of her where they've created... She's become like a magic person. She's turning into birds, and she's got a staff, and she's doing all these things. So it's like, Black Panther fans, please let me know how she get there. Because, you know, I love a magic girl. You know what? Speaking of magic girls, I was actually going to bring this up because they bring up a lot of, like, mystical stuff in this book. Um, we see the one lock that um, in the beginning that Black Panther has on the the chamber that holds the vibranium. That Doom is like, oh, it's magic, but like he didn't think mm-hmm. I was gonna be able to get through this, and that's nothing. I'm also mm-hmm. a sorcerer. Um, but then they also bring up that that the main reason that Doom even wanted the vibranium was because vibranium has like magical properties. Mm-hmm. Um, and but like the Wakandans have never figured out like what that means like they just haven't been able to figure out anything like that do you think that that's something that they should try to tap into eventually with the 616 you know i've brought up before that like you know i don't really get down with the magic girls but y'all need some more people because it can't always just be scarlet witch and dr strange like 
Mm. <laughs> Wet That's true. I do agree with that. I think there, and it's so, crazy because there actually are a lot of like magical characters in the Marvel universe. I don't know. They just don't pop. Maybe they will now that like the MCU seems to, like you said, be branching off into its little corners and they want to build up stuff. I think if they want to bring a lot of those characters back from that '90s Darkhold series, there's this like black character Jinx that I always really liked. He's a magic guy, but. As for your question and bringing vibranium in and like the Wakandans and letting them tap into magic, why not? Everybody should get a chance to play. It's fine. I agree. I yeah. don't really know who would be the one to do it. I feel like Wakanda has become such a tech place. You know, it's right. really all about like the science and the gadgets and all of those things. But again, but that mystical element is still there, you know, vast and how they deal with their ancestors and just like the, the land and the energy. So it's the groundwork is already there. It's just somebody's got to want to do it. And I don't I'd really know if people want create a new character instead of giving it to Shuri. Yeah, because I was about to say, I don't really know if like people want Black Panther to be mystical. Right. No. Like his book or the character? Both. Um, yeah. I'm saying like they could make like, you know, a black girl, Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch, except her connection isn't to thigh. It's like vibranium, whatever. Whatever connection vibranium has to whatever kind of mysticism. That could be hot. Maybe yeah. it could give me to go to Wakanda. I did like uh, the way that uh, Scott Eaton, the way that he drew Mm -hmm. a lot of the black characters in this. Everybody looked black, so I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, the 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 art. I don't know. I feel like I like the art at times. I do feel like there needed to be either a different colorist or anchor on something on certain pages, like some of the big battle scenes would get a little bit muddy and felt like it was kind of all drawn together and meshing together but outside of that like when it was like singular characters or they were doing something it looked really good i love the way he drew the midnight angels when they made their debut mm-hmm. and like they were sneaking into like areas to get stuff they looked really good i loved everything he did with storm's powers whenever she used them that was fun yeah. When Deadpool came in and was doing stuff, that was great. Again, Doom looked really good and imposing and good stuff. I loved all the different Doom bots that he had in it, too. Those were really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I know y'all don't like robots, but sometimes you got to get them out there for people to fight. They got powers. Let them fight. They're, them. Like, they're like a good goon. Something to just whack yeah. around. <laughs> exactly. What would you like rate this event? First time through, give it a. I think I'd give it a four out of five. Okay. I feel like I said, like I, I had a lot of fun with it, and I feel like going in and not really knowing anything about what was going on during that Black Panther era, or you know, just knowing too much about Doom in general. I feel like it was very accessible. I feel like I mm. didn't have to go back and do too much reading. I feel like it was very self-contained. I feel like there were lots of fun guest cameos from the X-Men to Deadpool to like War Machine randomly popping up. Uh, really yeah. good action. The dialogue was cool. Yeah, it was solid. I didn't think any, I didn't think anybody sounded like you know out of character either yeah. throughout this entire thing. People sounded right. The action was great. Yeah. Yeah. I okay, also would end up giving it like a four out of five. Don't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Don't I'm do that. Sorry. It was like, how would they like, have ever gotten anything done if Reed didn't, do, wasn't you, the one to help them develop yeah, the technology? As I was going through this, as I was going through this, and I was like taking screenshots, I got about like seven screenshots alone of Johnny getting stomped out and Storm having to come save him. 
and then it's they're, like you they're fighting it, they're fighting vibranium built machines aren't aren't you fired you can't melt them and then Come you got sue, and then you got and then you got your girl sue your My girl sister. sue that's Ms. right powerful little miss powerful in there mm-hmm. every five seconds talking about i don't think we can keep this up i don't know how much longer we can do this she they got that shoot, by herself they shooting a, her they're shooting her with stuff like, and she she getting she's getting like curb stomped there was one panel here it was like five people over top of her and i'm just like girl don't you make force look what you just said look what you just said don't you there make were five field? people on top of her you don't want to make you don't want to make one of them you don't first of all you don't want to walk around with a force field constantly around your body and then just like expand that, that out she does that too. She must have forgotten. And here. you just talked about there being five people on there. There were five Hulk-sized things. She said they all each have Hulk-ranged strength. She's attacked by five of them. Y'all be telling about me herself. everything in the powers. Y'all be saying she's like got it. Just saying. I don't see none of your faves out there taking any of those kind of damages. Or well, right. They don't. Have, they don't use their powers. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> And they're thriving. <laughs> <laughs> thriving. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad you liked this event. I felt like it was fun. I hope that people like that read along with us, had a good time with it. It's a fun like thing. Actually, while I was reading this again, um, it made me remember, A, why I like this event, because it's just like fun action. You see the conflicts and Doom is fantastic. And it felt like it could be re- easily adapted. Like, yeah. I could see this being turned into something like either an animated series or like an animated movie or something like that. It would be the MCU. Great. They probably. <laughs> oh damn! I didn't even think about that. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. They probably would end up turning this into an MCU movie. Oh, mm, yeah. Got the rights back, baby. Yeah. Finally. Open up those doors. It's been such a long time. Do you remember when we used to talk about that the rights back in the day and we really never thought it was going to happen? And we just thought we would be suffering in the boxing <laughs> land forever. <laughs> and now look. And now look. Now look. We're now look. Every, every, oh, what, every, every other week, they are trending on Twitter. People talking about them showing up in the MCU. You know, which... Let's not count our chickens before they hatch, though. Because okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> it ain't always good. It's a double-edged sword, baby. You might not get that monkey spot. Might be working overtime, and we get something that okay. we don't want. I don't want but, another taskmaster. Dang, that was bad. Although, you know, I, I, have you seen the rumors that said they might be bringing him back, like a, a, a correct version of taskmaster? A real yeah. Okay. <laughs> I hope that comes true. We'll see. They played in my face with that. (laughs) They did. They played in my face with that one. I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) they they truly made it out of me on that day. That was crazy. Good times. You gotta love the MCU sometimes, man. It's funny. All right, y'all. That brings us to the end of the show. Please make sure you rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And um, definitely, we still appreciate all the comments y'all leave us. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Another Relaunch. You can send us emails at anotherrelaunch um, at gmail.com. You can find me on most social media platforms at UncannyLZ. Keenan, where can they find you? You guys know you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Keenan Lance, and there's an underscore at the end. Oh. 
All right, y'all. Let's get up out of here and we'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Out.